five, four, three, two, one. Good evening, Warrior fans, wherever you are, and welcome to another exciting evening of Amity Warrior Basketball. Tonight, coming to you from Amity High School, home of the Warriors, where Jeff Clark and Ron Huber are going to bring you all the action for the girls' varsity, followed by the boys' varsity against the Salem Academy Crusaders. Salem Academy, Ron, a longtime powerhouse in 3A girls basketball. We could go back to when our girls went to the finals against Dayton when Lindsey McShane and that group, uh, Allie Steele and Madison Crotzer were seniors. They played Salem Academy in the semifinal, knocked them off. That was when Amy Smith and that group were juniors. Uh, Salem Academy never won that state title, though. Uh, coming up short, whether it was to Blanchett or Dayton uh, or Klatskanai, uh, there was always a team above them somewhere that was able to knock them off. And that year, it was the Warriors on en route to a second-place finish. Last uh, And last year, they had the team, but they ran into Klatskanai. just unbelievable. Klatskanai just destroyed them. Speaking of which, real briefly, Klatskanai and Sutherland played last night one point or a, a four-point game but went to overtime uh, real close one there so nice to see Klatz and I is going to have somebody to challenge them in 3a this year uh, so Salem Academy the Crusaders come into this not quite the same powerhouse they have been they're ranked uh, 15th in the OSAA 3a girls rankings uh, they come in with a nine and five overall record uh, or ten and five overall record excuse me and in league, they sit at one and one. They lost to YC. Excuse me. Yeah, one and one. They knocked off Dayton by 16 and lost to YC by seven uh, last week. And then uh, played Chamawa yesterday at Salem Academy in that uh, MLK showcase that we were a part of as well. They also have losses to St. Paul, which is no shame. St. Paul's very good, a 1A school. Cresswell, uh, who's a very athletic team. And Horizon Christian, that was a kind of a surprise. Oregon Episcopal beat them 32 to 20. But what I see consistently is that it's hard to score a lot of points on this team. They're pretty good defensively. They're pretty long. Uh, I think they rebound the ball fairly well. And so the challenge for the Warriors will be uh, be able to work and get those outside shots, high-quality shots, and get back on defense because you're not going to get in there and get a ton of second-chance opportunities probably. The issue for us will be our health. We've got a couple girls that are struggling with flu and some other some other situations. And plus, they played a fairly hard game last night. So, But, you know, they played yesterday, too. So those are all equal. Yeah, Maylan Williams played about half the first quarter yesterday, took herself out. Uh, we didn't know why at the time. And uh, found out later that she's dealing with the flu. And uh, just was feeling cruddy on the floor. And... Uh, having a hard time giving it 100%. And then I know Audrey was having some stomach cramps and, and a couple other girls weren't feeling real well. And so uh, they just weren't 100% last night. But they played a really good game against Sandy and Christian overall. And I think the thing that you and I have both commented on and uh, Reg mentioned to me when he was listening to the broadcast, he said, you know, <clears throat> they're finally figuring out how to break presses without turning the ball over. Yeah, I think the last three games especially. What's this? We got into league, and then yesterday we, uh, <clears throat> I don't think, I can remember a turnover in the press. And they really did do a good job. Uh, most of our turnovers came out of the half-court offense when we tried to force things, uh, try to make passes that weren't there, uh, or uh, just careless ball handling in the half-court. But uh, uh, against the pressure, we were we were pretty good, uh, even without Maylin in there uh, 
Courtney and Sydney handled the pressure in the full court pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that needs to happen tonight that didn't happen last night is we've got to make more of those open, good, high-quality looks that we've got. The girls did a really good job yesterday of getting good looks, whether it was from three-point range, inside, mid-range. Uh, we just didn't shoot a very high percentage overall in that game. Uh, Jenna Lopez finished with 10 points in the game, but really missed a lot of shots that she would tell you those are her shots. She probably feels like she should have had 20 in that game. Yeah, those are in, mainly in the first half because her second half was much better. But, right. Yeah. yeah, definitely able to get inside a little bit more, find that mid-range game as well she really she really uh offensively didn't have much of a ball game but she made up for it. a lot of good hustle Excellent especially rebounding third, right third quarter a lot of good double dividends and rebounds she and kaya both mm -hmm. and of course kaya coming off the bench uh playing some big minutes yesterday six block shots double digits and rebounds uh, uh only scored a couple of points but really had an impact on the game around the basket JV boys got a win tonight, uh, as did the JV girls. Uh, boys won on a uh, buzzer beater lay-in by Wyatt Hatch. Yeah, who got a steal and took and it the length of the floor. Wasn't looking court. very good because the Salem, or Salem Academy had the ball out of bounds. Their coach called timeout to, to I guess, settle them down and uh, tell, you know, take care of the ball. And the uh, out of bounds pass went straight to Wyatt, who who anticipated the pass, picked it off, and went to half court for a lay-in. Yeah. Um, and then the JV girls uh, just wallop Salem Academy's girls. There's not a lot of depth in the Salem Academy program right now. I was talking to a parent uh, before the game, during the JV game, and he said that uh, about half of their JV girls first year playing basketball. So they're struggling uh, to build a program right now, and uh, not a lot of depth on this team. A lot of similarities to them and Blanchette because both of those teams had – uh, over the last four years had just a run of girls where the dads coached them since they were third or fourth graders and, and coached them all the way through high school and uh, that whole group just all graduated in both schools just graduated as a group and not much following them and yeah. the kids yeah. that kid that followed them didn't get to play very much right doesn't have the experience of they might look athletic but they don't have varsity experience to get in there and actually function in the heat of battle they do have uh, Chloe Baker, she'll be uh, the key inside for them. Chloe is a, a good finisher around the rim. She's a legit 6'1", maybe more, long arms. Um, not a, uh, a, a player that's going to hurt you with a wide repertoire in her game, but around the basket she can rebound and score and block shots. Second shots. We're going to take a quick break and be back, get you set up uh, with what to look for during this game from the Amity Warriors. This is 1260 KLYC McMinnville. Welcome back to Amity Warrior Basketball. About five and a half minutes left on the warm-up clock here prior to the girls' 3A action between the Salem Academy Crusaders and your Amity Warriors from Amity High School in this league matchup. Pack West, third game for both of these teams. Uh, both teams are one and one. And YC having beat both of them, uh, squeaking by the Warriors both, both here. Games, and, really. and won the other one by seven mm -hmm. uh, against Salem Academy. So YC sitting atop the league at two and oh. Uh, I assume, I haven't looked actually today, but I believe Blanchett sits at 0-2 at the bottom of the league. Sio's. And Sio right there with them. Uh, let me pull that up for you real quick, folks. Uh, you can always go to osaa.org. Uh, go to girls or boys basketball there under the winter sports, and you can see league standings, rankings, and all kinds of other things that are very helpful. And they are serenading Audrey right now, who has her 17th birthday today as they're uh, 
doing their best to embarrass her. She ran off the court. Left she the ran court. Off the court. <laughs> embarrassed in front of all of her friends. 17 years old today. Uh, so, uh, actually, Sile sits at 1-1, one one, Ron. Okay. They must have got a win Beat over Blanchette. Over Blanchette, right? And Dayton has beaten Blanchette as well. Uh, and then, uh, uh, so I think that, that kind of accounts for everything there. Uh, and then Dayton lost to uh, Salem Academy. So that's kind of the way the league stacks up right now. These two teams tied with Dayton and Sile one and one but um, they are uh, hopefully a cut above both of them. They're cut above Sile, that's for sure. Uh, it was uh, kind of a laugher down the stretch to the point where they were drawing up plays to get Abby uh, uh, Fuller a three-point shot late in that game the last two minutes. Uh, that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, elsewhere around the state, Klatskanai, of course, sitting at number one, knocking off number two, Sutherland, in overtime last night. Uh, great matchup there. Uh, rounding out the top ten, uh, Harrisburg sits at number three. Uh, number four is Burns. That's a team that we've seen, but they lost to, uh, I think they lost to Vale, yeah. right, who's ranked number 12. Uh, so a little bit of an upset there. Uh, Burns is not super deep, but they've got a pretty decent uh Three three-headed uh, uh, tandem there uh, that can do some damage. Sitting at number uh, five, find number five here. I've got my. I'm all over the place. Number five is Brookings Harbor, but they are one and two in their league. So hard to believe that they're really a number five team. They've got Sutherland in that league, and there's a big drop off between Sutherland and Brookings Harbor. Sitting at six is Santa Anne Christian, the team that the Warriors took right down to the wire yesterday evening. Uh, at number seven is Willamina, another team that the Warriors have played and uh, struggled struggled with in the second half. Played them tough for a half. Struggled in the third quarter with them. Uh, so I want to. What the reason I was kind of running down this top ten? Oregon Episcopal sits at eight because the Warriors have played. If we just go to the out of the top ten, the rankings, our losses are top ten teams. If we go to the rankings for 3A, we've lost to number one, Klatskanai, number four, Burns, number six, Annie M. Christian, number seven, Willamina, number eight, Oregon, Oregon Episcopal. Episcopal. Five losses to the top eight teams in the state. It's in a tough uh, schedule for the Warriors so far this year, but that's so good for them. They needed, and we've talked about the improvements as we've seen this year in dealing with pressure, how they break the press, and really we started seeing it um, against Klatskanai where they were able to break the press a few times and get the shots they wanted. Uh, they just didn't make them uh, often enough against such a good team, but we started, we've seen that growth as the year has gone on, and then when they play a lesser team, uh, they're able to, to really do some things like they did against Sile. We really need to learn how to win. That's that's the issue here. At how least, to finish. Yeah, how to finish the ball game. Last night we we couldn't get it finished, and then uh, last week against YC, you know, we played well enough to beat them, just didn't take care of the ball in the last two minutes. All right, Ron, one more break here. We'll come back with the starting lineups from Amity High School. This is 1260 KOYC McMinnville. Ellie Dyer, Amity Senior, 
cranking out the national anthem. Did a great job. Started that one a little lower this week, and that's a little easier to sing it. <laughs> if you, that is a tough song to sing if you don't start low enough. I have to start down in the gravel to be able to hit those high notes. It is uh, Francis Scott Key didn't do solo us any favors. <laughs> telling you. All right. He wrote we, the words. Did he write the Yeah, tune? I don't know. But somebody thought it was a good idea to go high. You're right. Francis Scott Key wrote the poem. All right. So uh, introducing the starting lineups tonight, of course, for the Warriors, it'll be Sidney Stables, Audrey Clark, Jenna Lopez, Courtney Kendall, and Maylin Williams. Standard starting five for the Warriors. And for uh, the Crusaders of Salem Academy, it's the senior guard, Kayla Baldry. And she's kind of the engine that makes them go all five foot of her, maybe five foot. Uh, number five, uh, sophomore Aubrey Smith. Number 14, a sophomore Annabelle Brawley. Number 22, that's Chloe Baker, the big girl we talked about. Six, six one, six two, something like that. Uh, just a, uh, a long, long drink of water inside. And number 24, Tristan Brabson. A soft, uh, 